me, it's Sarah, and welcome back to Abba Graps. Yes, finally, after months and months and months of no me and Kwaku, we've only had that for Wednesday Night Wars, I am back with a show that is related to Scottish wrestling because we've not had any since February, March time, and it's been very sad because nobody's been able to listen to me and Kwaku and on about stupid things. So I have decided to start up a new show just just for this time. Like I'm um, uh, depending on how well it goes and if these women will allow me to speak to them again. Who knows? I am bringing to you a fierce females special for Alba Grabs, and that is why Quacko is not here. So before I introduce the ladies that I'm speaking to today, make sure you're subscribed on our podcasting sites. So iTunes, Spotify, all good Android. You're listening to us on our Suplex Retweet Extra feeds. Make sure you hop on over every Thursday or whenever you get a minute to listen to our flagship show that comes out every Thursday. And again, you just search Eat Sleep Suplex Free Tweet and you'll be able to find us usually everywhere. Make sure you're also following us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Suplex Retweet. We've got usually a great whole bunch of discussions, including what is it called? A jam sandwich or a piece of jam. Pop along to our Facebook community group as well, where you can find people that are promoting their own wrestling shows or even if we just want to chat with each other because we are all one big family, especially given recent times. We want to sort of bring that family back together. And speaking of families, one of the families that I feel like I'm a part of is the Fierce Females family. And I am bringing to you the four new boss ladies of Fierce Females. So we have Veda, Aisha, Sammy Jo and Tony. Hi, everybody. Hi. Konnichiwa. Hello. <laughs> you had to be different, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's my thing. <laughs> How are we all? Good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very convincing. Yep. <laughs> so much so much confidence. So much confidence. It's gonna be a good show though. So what I'm gonna do, maybe people that are listening to us are not overly familiar with Fierce Females and the new management team that are behind it. So I'm just gonna get everyone to just sort of introduce themselves um, and just sort of what your role is um with the Fierce Females management team. So Veda, I will start with you. Okay, so I'm Veda and I'm basically the owner of the promotion. I have been working with females and was part owner before for the last, um, since the resurgence, since Fierce Females came back a couple years ago. And now I'm the sole owner. So yeah, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, so that is Veda. Aisha, people should be familiar with you um, from... Various different uh, excursions that you've had in Japan, as well as uh, a time for the May Young Classic as well. So what are you bringing to the, the management table? Thank you. No, you you discredited my line that I always say in every interview. You don't know who I am, you don't watch wrestling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can still say it. <laughs> I say it all the time. You to go away. No, um, I'm, I'm not hanging up my boots after everything that's happened. Literally, as soon as the world, as I say it, blew up, I, at four o'clock in the morning, wrote a message to Vader because I felt like the girls needed a place safe that they could be in and I thought that the Fierce Females Academy that used to run needed to be reinstated just so we could all be together again. That four o'clock in the morning message became a message from Vader asking me to join her new management team. 
So my role mainly will be creative, but I'm still wrestling. That's really good to see as well. Just make sure that you're not in the business suit and don't forget to like change when you're jumping from creative to in the ring because, you know, you could go all Hulk on your suit and go, that I really like that suit. I know, and I've heard suits are expensive, so no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sammy Joe, you are a former wrestler for Fierce Females as well as uh, working with the NHS as well. So what is your uh, role within this management team? As you know, I've kind of took a step back from in-ring action um, due to everything that's went on. Um, I'm wanting to step back so I can put more concentration into safeguarding just because I'm absolutely gutted that so many friends have been through this and I'm just not wanting that to happen again. So I want to use the skills learned in my day job to try and prevent that happening again. And I've been through the many incarnations of the girls training, the Fierce Females Academy, and we just need to get it sorted as well because we should all be working together instead of all this against each other. So yeah, stamp out everything and just get on with things make it safe place for all absolutely and tony you are the youngest member of the management team so what is your role with all this my main roles will be like dealing with social media helping with um, marketing and stuff like that and also it is now my personal duty to make sure emily hayden gets nowhere near fierce females because i feel like i'm going to be the only one that actually does something about that but, but, I excuse thought, me but, hang on but, but, but. But we had a deal. Wait, no. <laughs> uh huh. <clears throat> Someone's a bit biased over there, Aisha. Beta. <laughs> you know, I didn't even tell her to do that. But you know, I, we've been trying to kick Emily Hayden out of the ring for ages. So Literally, dead kick her out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's fired. And we stand by that decision. <laughs> But, but, but. <laughs> well, see, that was for somehow I don't know how she managed to do this, but she found out I was actually going to be speaking to you guys today. Oh, um, He's not infiltrated this as well, has she? <laughs> She's not one of us bugged. I don't know who. She, she 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 sent me a message earlier asking when they plan on reinstating her because Aisha, you're our like her wrestling sister. You are now boss lady. But Sammy, I also do remember you were literally the person who put the final nail in Emily's Fierce Females career. Yeah, so I gave her a P45 as a wedding uh, gift. Look, wait, why you're a bad person? <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a power struggle over this one former member of the roster that doesn't seem to understand what a P45 is. Well, we've got, you know, the episode that's going up tomorrow is a retrospective on how fired she is so if she wants to watch herself get fired again i guess she can log into the video on demand and go ahead and give that a watch through Emily, don't worry i'm here i'm, I'm on your side don't i'll speak to them <laughs> fine <laughs> ignore them <laughs> oh dear i have a feeling this i apologize is, this you had questions <laughs> 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 I mean, no, it's fine. She, she somehow managed to find out and message me going, make sure you ask this because I want to find out what's going on. So, and, you know, true Emily style. So I feel like that's just going to be a power struggle for like the entirety of this <laughs> ongoing time, I'd say. 
I'll be professional. It's a difficult time for all. <laughs> I'll be professional. Oh, dear me. Yeah, so what I wanted to ask you guys is how are you hoping to ensure that there's going to be a safe space, uh, not only for fans, but for talent as well at all Fierce Female Show? And I'll open that up to uh, Nivius. Yeah, so um, I have been in touch with the majority of promotions in Scotland um, to make a sort of working group where information can be shared um, about if there's anybody who's been involved with training and their slightly dodgy nature (laughs) is the best I can put it Um, or any allegations towards them that are significant enough for them to be kind of escalated to be barred from other wrestling schools it's just so that the information is getting shared because it has been known that some people will jump from school to school to school and there's nothing that's been done about it and that's what we want to try and prevent now but also that the important part is it's a female representative from each either promotion or training school so that it's a safe space to chat like it's not a place for gossip it's not a place for rumours it's a place for sharing information where we can prevent anybody getting hurt or trying our best because I know we can't completely stamp out as much as we want to. It's not something that we can fully prevent, but it's something that we're going to take steps to to do that with and just see how we go from there. But that's the important thing is sharing information between schools and promotions because that's something that hasn't been done before. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really, really good direction. Is anyone else... Well, I was just going to say also, like, anybody in our staff or talent or anybody involved with Fierce Females, anything that they need to talk about or concerned about or whatever, they'll be able to go to Sammy and know that she's like the safe person to talk to and do all of the right things depending on, you know, what the problem is. Yeah. So now we have like a designated person and then... It's so that people can come in confidence as well, because not a lot of people want to disclose who they are when allegations are being made. And it's to give that safe space so that, yeah, people don't need to know who it's came from, but that something's going to be done about it. And if it is of a criminal nature of like sexual harassment, sexual abuse, anything like that, I'm not being exhaustive with that list, but the police will be involved. Like it's not, it's not a safe place for predators. That's mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to stamp out. And that goes for behind the curtain and behind the barriers because Fierce Females is not a place where women have to wrestle and be harassed. That is not what it's for. And you better believe that I'm going to be a part of stamping that out as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's no untouchables at Fierce Females. like Male yet. or female fans? Yeah, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Right, the question I've got to, to ask you guys is, it is like a big thing that has been happening recently but it's, it's taken something like this with this speaking out movement and people admitting that they've been harassed etc for changes to actually be made and so what's what's your views on on that really well i think like so my background is actually not in wrestling at all right so i come from a punk rock background and some like documentary stuff or whatever. So I kind of came, even though it was from like an entertainment standpoint, it was completely, completely different. And I think I just kind of like walked in and went, okay, so however this is running, it's been running this way for a long time, you know, and now I'm just like learning how to be in the wrestling world. And 
now after everything's happened, it's kind of like, oh, well, that obviously wasn't okay. So now like stopping and trying to like do the research and find the right people. I'm super confident that Sammy is an amazingly appropriate person for that. You know, and get, I think having the management team also good for that because I think less of these things can slip through the cracks when there's four of us. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Aisha and Tony, do you have anything to, to add to what uh, Veda and Sammy have said just so far? In terms of me, like I just, I just generally think in the, in all, most of the problem that I have seen or what it actually revolves around is fear. In our business, most of us are. When it comes to something like this or the serious situations that have happened, it was fear of being excluded from everybody else, fear of being isolated, fear of losing your job, fear of losing your dream, fear of basically losing everything. And I have been on both sides of the spectrum where I know people who have basically lost everything because other people have been just too scared to stand up for them. And I can tell you that even as by myself, whether it will be the academy or the shows, if there is anything that has happened or is anything that you generally feel that you can't speak to somebody about, I want anybody to know that I am that person that you can speak to. Sammy is there, but I just want everybody to know that there is no fear. Mm-hmm. One of the things that in our business, like most of the girls here uh, haven't been in the business as long as I have. And what people don't realize in our business is that no one is untouchable and most of the things that have happened have happened because most people thought they were untouchable and the moment we all realize that we're supposed to be working together as one we all have to put on one show then we'll all be happier as long as there is no fear everybody will be fine that's what i think Mm -hmm. definitely and i think as well like i know tony's had a lot like to deal with recently as well with speaking out stuff and I totally respect her for doing what she's done as well Um, it's a very brave thing to do it's a very scary thing to do and it's helped with bringing out other women's stories as well not just women as well there's lots of guys in the business that have been victims as well and I just think it just shows what it takes once once you start a ball rolling it very quickly snowballs and it impacts everybody so we would need to keep that going with keeping it keeping it snowballing basically to get everybody to speak out get the people who have done wrong their punishment yeah because that that's another big thing like people have got a gotten away with it it's always been a boys club mentality in wrestling and and it's it's horrific when you think back and you just I I just I don't understand in all honesty I'm just still gobsmacked to be fair still hurting a wee bit to be fair but we just need to all pull together and make it a better place yep absolutely Tori I want to fire this out to you before I uh, open it to to the rest of the the women here but personally for I know like per, like personally we've talked about like things that you've been going through and we've both we've both been like a, a shoulder to lean on for each other but um mm-hmm. the speaking out movement done for you personally man I'm, it's not even so grateful to be able to be part of helping change wrestling but for something that was weighing on me for two years it was I can't put into words what it felt like just to finally 
tell people what happened to me and the fact that it helped other people come forward is just unbelievable and the fact that when people were coming forward with their stories and how long it's took them for them to come forward like longer than two years with stuff that's been happening it's just it's been a long time coming to change wrestling like seriously I got into wrestling four years ago and I've liked I've been in love with wrestling since I was a young girl and I've always wanted to be a wrestler so when I finally got into wrestling and it kind of opened my eyes to how toxic everything was behind the scenes, it was just heartbreaking. And it was heartbreaking to see up close to what actually happens to women and mainly women, but so many other people in wrestling with the abuse of all kinds. It's not just sexual abuse, just bullying, physical, mentally. It's just, it's heartbreaking to see something you love so much be so toxic. But the Speaking Out movement has been just heartbreaking to see and witness and be a part of but it's also been so positive and uplifting and it just gives me so much hope for wrestling in the future i just really hope like it's going to be so much better for the people just getting into wrestling and want to be in wrestling that they don't have to go through what we've all had to go through mm-hmm. Sorry, so what, like, what's it done for you it's a bit of a difficult one for me to take to be fair because Mm -hmm. I thought that a lot of the people had built relationships through wrestling and thought they were my friends I'm kind of in mourning because I've lost a lot of those friends due to the stuff that's came out but as a female I would never ever discredit the words of another woman with allegations like this I made that vow when I became a midwife in my day job and still I'm, I'm still finding it a bit hard to take to be honest but it's just about making the place a bit better it's stamping out the guys who think it's okay to walk all over women and give them the false illusion of opportunities for exchange of other things but also the girls as well like it's not just it's not just isolated to the guys a lot of women have taken advantage of the the newer trainees and things like that for personal gain like the bullying is horrific as well and from going through that I know I'm a bit older than a lot of people um, involved in wrestling but it just reminds me of that high school girl crap and you're just like we're supposed to be adults and getting on with life and fighting for opportunities but when you fight for opportunities you need to fight fairly and not stabbing each other in the back and that's sometimes what it feels like and I know I came into wrestling late and I've made no secret that it was a hobby for me and maybe me disclosing the fact that wrestling is a hobby for me has set me back from opportunities but at the end of the day I wanted to do something that I loved and I wanted to support the, the folk that loved wrestling I've took a lot of the younger trainees under my wing like in source I've always been the mum <laughs> especially <laughs> with a lot of the the younger ones and with some of the younger ones that I thought were sensible and they've turned out to be not so sensible I'm a bit gutted actually I'm a disappointed mum with some of them <laughs> um, oh, that's the worst thing ever <laughs> oh no it's terrible but it's just I'm just I'm just a, an emotional wreck right now to be honest mm-hmm. Because obviously a lot of folk that have been involved with this, I need to find somebody that can Photoshop wedding pictures and stuff now. It's just, it's heartbreaking on a personal level. But professionally, I'll take a step back for the ring to make sure that it's a safer environment for all. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I got a bit emotional there. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're here for, just sort of getting all the feelings out. 
Veda, Aisha, what has it personally done for you? Because, like, Veda, I'll start with you because you haven't come from a wrestling background. So I think this has been, like, a, a bit of a shock for you. It's been a huge shock for me because, so, you know, I've been pretty clear about about it. Like, I like I love the wrestling. It's great. It's a weird and wonderful night out. I think it's fantastic entertainment. But wrestling has never been my passion. Giving women the platform to do what they do and get the bookings and like so many brilliant entertainers, like that's my passion. So I thought that the space that we had created was like already safe and really empowering all of this stuff. And so to find out that it wasn't and like, it was just absolutely, I mean, I cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. <laughs> like, so yeah, like I think everybody involved in this like that it was like a really emotional thing but just like everybody's been saying like the point now is okay well the space that we had wasn't what we thought it was so you know if we have to like burn the house down to like build it back up and have it be like an amazing empowering safe place to give these women this platform that they deserve fine that's what we'll do because that's really important. Yeah, and Aisha, is there anything else that you would like to add? For me, um, what it did for me is it, in all honesty, it, it set me and a lot of my friends free. I mean, and I, I don't express a lot of personal things in wrestling, but Pollyanna is one of my best friends. And mm-hmm. she saw what happened to me when I was in England and I had to move all the way up to Scotland in order to continue my dream. I saw an entire locker room turn against one person. So she walked away from her dream. And because of all of this, I I saw that one person basically rise up in, in my eyes is the figurehead for all of this because she stood up against everything and walked away because of the drama. But now she can look back and see that the drama was caused by people who just weren't ready to stand up for her. The drama is caused by people who weren't ready to stand for a movement that a lot of people are now standing for, a a movement of all of us standing together. And if we all stood together at one point in time, we wouldn't have lost some really, really talented people in this business. So thank you. You've set a lot of my people free. (laughs) I'm going to cry at that. So just all the emotions just come out. It's like, oh my God. Uh, cry, <laughs> cry. <laughs> I don't think that's what your intention was. Like, let's just make the host cry with all these stories. And I'm like, oh my God. Uh, I'm a heel. I don't know. Wait. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> We've not got um, to that bit yet. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Continuing on um, with the, the sort of situations, um, Internet champion uh, Debbie Keitel has relinquished her belt and stepped away from the company. Um, I'm assuming to focus more on Fight Factory and making sure that everything is just as good over there as it will be everywhere else is what I'm hoping. So what is your plans in regards to the vacant internet championship? I think by default I have to get it. Just saying. <laughs> but you're retired. Okay, you're retired. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. You... You veto it by retiring. Now you're not even in the running. Like your name is underneath pencil marks and red lines now. You're like after, 
<laughs> I just, I just. No. I mean, I think the real answer to that question, though, is like, we have so many creative meetings to have between now and when we're able to run shows. It's not going to be anytime soon. We're not going to rush into that before we know that it's absolutely safe to do so. So, but Sammy can't just come out of retirement, grab it, and go. She's going to do that. I was like, if I this is mine. <laughs> Lockdown has been cruel, but it'll take a while anyway. <laughs> Ada, can I take my suit off, punch her in the face, and then take the belt? Is that okay? I mean, I, you're the only one that put you in a suit. Like, I wasn't going to make All right, can suit. I just punch her in the face and take the belt then? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> can I, I mean, get it? I don't know that you punching our safety officer, like, fine, the best. Fine, fine. <laughs> I could tell these meetings so far are going really, really well. <laughs> when it gets to the creative meetings, that's when the fun will be starting. No, I want it. I want it. <laughs> and then Emily comes in and goes, mine. She no. is fired. <laughs> no. Well, she, well, Sammy's retired. Emily's fired. So I don't know. Oh, all bets are off now. We have like it's a, a whole list of women. Like, <laughs> true. We, we will have a creative meeting. It will be completely fair. Aisha gets it. <laughs> well, we're talking about um, the fact that we haven't been able to have shows. I mean, there's been a couple of times where, like, today was meant to be a fierce female show, and you're like, no! sitting looking out the window, it's raining, and you've got sad music <laughs> on in the background. And but what have it, have you got any plans for what you're wanting to do for when shows can actually return to? Be safe. Everything on a pole match. Everything on a pole. <laughs> and, and everything on a pole. Are you just going to write everything on a piece of paper and then put it on a pole? <laughs> I haven't so submitted that idea match. yet. So hand sanitizer on a pole match. Uh, <laughs> a mask versus mask match. <laughs> oh, old school. Where they <laughs> A social distance match. <laughs> you can't touch Just each other. Miming at each other. Yes. Oh, that would be amazing on X's. <laughs> <laughs> see, I could just, I could just see this for the, like a year's time. It's like, oh, the nostalgia. It's like, remember this? Face mask versus face mask. Touch each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that- hear someone scream. I'm not touching them. You can't touch them. Like Joey Chandler not touching can't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that like we're so far away from when shows are going to be like safe to run again that like we can't even start planning how to make them safe because we don't know what the science is going to be mm-hmm. at that time. It'll just be a case of, right, okay, that's what they're saying. So we'll just work with those guidelines, yeah. Or whoever makes lucha masks is going to make a fortune. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have wrestled in a mask. <laughs> You've got that big scary one. I know, but I can't wrestle in it. No, you really can't. <laughs> I really can't. I've already been hurt by Toasty. I don't want to be hurt by a mask. <laughs> oh dear. Not the toaster again. I know, God. Right? I know. That's, a, that's another interview. <laughs> We have to video interview Toasty because, you know. Uh, we've been, we've been he's trying. highly engaging. <laughs> we have been trying because Emily is, she does she does like to message and just say, right, when you're going to get me on, when you're going to speak to me and Toasty. And trust me, me and Kwaku had it on the table for a, 
an in-studio interview before, you know, social distancing and, you know, right. totally was grounded. So... Oh, lockdown got us all. Well, when you finally do your interview, I've done a lot of research over this lockdown and so speaking out stuff. If Toasty says anything about me, I'm going to sue him for everything <laughs> he's got. Everything. Has huh. nothing. He's a fucking toaster. No. <laughs> Are you allowed to swear on this podcast? <laughs> well, you just did, so. <laughs> for PG or well, not, but. He likes to say his his cousin was the toaster in the Ghostbusters, so maybe there's Ghostbusters family money. You know? You never know. See? Oh, let's hope we don't encourage more household appliances to um, fierce females, or we might have to revisit the title of our promotion. <laughs> let's see, I mean, who else was in that match with Emily when Toasty actually turned up? It was me! It was me all along. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, Apparently, it was a wedding gift from Quacker. Just saying. Oh, Quacker's mm-hmm. Yes. It's his yes. fault. Yes. I didn't know that even. Yes. That was news to me. I did not know that. Yes. See? Sounds like Dr. Quacker is going to have to have himself on his own show to talk about it. <laughs> so it's his fault why I had to get, you know concussion surgery and well that that gift bag was unusually heavy when it hit me okay (laughs) then my hand was in a toaster (laughs) no no Ah, no i've just thought about that sorry that's really rude my hand was in toasty oh oh Oh, no (laughs) well sammy um recovered from that traumatic experience (laughs) um Aisha, something that you actually mentioned um, when I stole your introduction and ruined it for you, um, your plan is to hopefully restart the Fierce Females Academy. So have you got a vision set in place for that? Oh, yes. I've been to Japan. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yes. No, Would but you um, like to share it. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no. In all honesty, I've I've trained. I regular. I'm a seedling regular. I basically live in their dojo. I was trained by Justin Richards, Robbie Brookside, and I've been all over the world. I just generally think that my knowledge now, you can have it. I do like five moves now. Just you can have the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Your German suplex is something to be reckoned with, Aisha. You can't have that. Not that though. <laughs> My life flashed before my very eyes that night. Oh, you're fine. And look, you're here today, see? I know. <laughs> see? I loved it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. That match was awesome with you and Pollyanna and Matt Daly, possibly. Yes, it but the less The less we speak about him, the better. Anyway. <laughs> um, Sammy, it was something that you actually mentioned as well. You wanted to be the mum. So um, what's your vision for the hopeful restarting of the Fierce Females Academy? Yeah, uh, it should be uh, the Fierce Females Academy hash, um, slash family because Aww. we should all... Don't Aww. awe me. <laughs> no, because like, it's notorious. Girls get together, bitching happens. Yes. That shouldn't be happening. Like, my job is predominantly female-orientated and yes... It's it is bitching constantly as well, and it's like just get a grip and get on with things. So I think that's more of the mentality we need to have now is like less talk, more squats or something. 
Um, I'm Ooh. sure. I, I'm sure Aisha <laughs> will um, vouch for that as well. She um, said squats and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just like coming together and less competition and just more. We're all in it together. Everyone's going to get the same opportunities. So stop fighting about it. <laughs> Does that make sense? We're all pals. We're all pals. Yes. <laughs> we are all friends here. Yes. Aisha, since we're friends, can you just not do make us do burpees? Oh, like, no, that's fine. Um, number one rule with me, anyone who knows me as a wrestler or as a personal trainer, I hate burpees, so don't make oh, me. So you're fine. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> but she and did you, in the group I, chat earlier say that she was just going to make her client do squats while she did research so <laughs> don't forget that that's true that is true <laughs> so. well at least you've at least like we have the knowledge to anyone who is want to be an aspiring wrestler and um, that if you join the fierce Fears academy then aisha's not going to make you do burpees Oh, make you that's the advertisement for right there, Tony. Write that down. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh, Tony, what I want to ask from you, because um, you're head like really of the social media um, aspect of this, as well as just probably just helping out in like day to day stuff as well. But what are you hoping to personally achieve um, with the company? When Veda approached me about joining the team, I won't lie, I squealed like a little girl because <laughs> I have loved Fierce Females for years before it even got ran back up with Veda. But it's just one of my main goals in wrestling was to wrestle for Fierce Females. So the fact that I'm now a part of the team to help it be better and safer, it's just, it just blows my mind how things work out. To me, Fierce Females is massive in Glasgow for wrestling and Scotland. I think it can be so much bigger. So with social media, ads getting our video on demand out there, just I just I need everyone to know Fierce Females because we could be massive if we put so much effort in. There's so many women wrestlers around Scotland, around the UK, around the whole fucking world that we can book. And there's just just so much time, so much wrestlers. Just, uh, I'm just so excited for the future for your females. It just makes me want to cry. And I get to work with these free nut jobs as well. <laughs> They're all right, I guess. I'm still boss lady number one, but we're, we're, we won't bring that up conversation oh, up again. She keeps telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show up to Vader's house with a box of t shirts. It's all numbers of boss ladies. She is as well. I have no doubt in my mind. She absolutely <laughs> is going to do that. I just want to come visit. I mean, I'm going to lock the door. But <laughs> like, <laughs> just let me visit the cats, Veda. You know you want to come up, have tea. Well, for the cats, okay. <laughs> just for the cats. Just, just for, for the cats. cats. No one else. <laughs> um, Veda, what is it that you're hoping to achieve with the company, whether it be in the long run or even the short run? So my big thing with Fierce Females has basically always been that the women are so talented and they're such brilliant entertainers. Like the fact that there is often just like one or two women's matches and then all the dudes, all the dudes, all the dudes, like that's boring to me, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> So basically like giving that platform, but also one thing that I think has been like really cool to watch start to grow is 
the storytelling because I think that the stories that men tell for women are kind of lame. But the <laughs> stories that women tell for women are something that you're not really seeing that many places. So getting the women, giving them the opportunity to basically write for themselves, try things out, put across the stories that they want to do, like both in and out of the ring. So we've been working on like a bunch of um, like vignettes. That's another thing that happens on the on-demand. Like some of it you see at the show, but a lot of it, they're storytelling that just is for the TV part. And I think that that's been so much fun to watch people grow within. And I think that there's a lot more that can be done there. That's my big fun thing. <laughs> uh, Sammy, what is it that you're hoping to achieve for the company? That we go back to the morals of what Fierce Females what, well, was and is. is about female empowerment, supporting each other, rocking the place. Because there's not just one wrestling company in Scotland or the UK. There's loads of them, but what makes Fierce Females stand out is the chances that folk don't wouldn't necessarily get on other place at other places and then get noticed through that as well. I'm just kinda blathering on now, but it's just Fierce Females gave me a chance that I don't think I would have got anywhere else. And the storyline I had with Emily Hayden that was just completely natural. Like, we got an idea and we just ran with it. And that's thanks to the management that was in place and the trust that we had to run with the storylines. And for God's sake, um, Emily's running with a toaster now because of that storyline. And it's like one of the biggest things to come out of it is a toaster. <laughs> and it's just, it's nuts. On paper, it looks absolutely nuts. But the storytelling has been incredible. Yeah, Emily might be my foe in wrestling, but she's one hell of a storyteller. And to give other girls that platform, like it's really brought Emily out of her shell as well. And to give other girls that chance to do that, because like you would get that on a mainstream wrestling show for the guys, but you don't see the stories for the girls, as Veda had said. And it's just given us our chance to do that. So yeah, I'm all for it. And the whole anti-bullying and... We're here to stand up for everybody. So, yeah, male, female, LGBTI. Um, sorry, I'm a bit ignorant of these things, but we're here to support everybody and their kind of passion and vision for things. So why not? Just go for it. <laughs> yeah, and finally... But I'm extremely watch- post-night shift on call, <laughs> so I am rambling a wee bit. <laughs> uh, Ayusha, what's your goals um, for what you're wanting to achieve with Fierce Females? I just want... I told the truth when I decided to now wear a suit that Fierce Females has been the only promotion in the whole of the UK when it comes to women being together or as as a collective backstage in the Mm -hmm. God knows how long I've been doing this that I've generally felt like everybody was trying to work for each other and it was something I generally thought that the Scottish audience and Scotland the UK the world just couldn't let lose or let go um I've been part of locker rooms where you can see the divide I've been part of locker rooms where you can see the quote-unquote hierarchy and I can say that from when I came up from the girls that were backstage when I was there, it that wasn't there. And I just want that to continue. There's no reason why that should die or fizzle off into nowhere and we should lose that entire market or an entire crop of girls that basically could show you um, a talent pool that Scotland has been missing for, what, six years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's the best locker room. I'm not going to lie about it. It is the best locker room to be in. The banner's the best. (laughs) Not biased at all. Not at all. Quickly, just before we round this off, I've got one last question to ask each of you ladies. Veda, I'll ask you first. So I want you to define in your own words what a fierce female actually is. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Yeah. It's just, you know what? Strong. Like... And not strong physically, sure, but like mentally strong, like just knows their power. Even if that power is new, if you know your power, then like you can definitely go out and have all of my faith to back you to get you to where you want to go. And I think that like all of the fierce females have that and I don't know if I I don't know if I can articulate that well um or if that made any sense but like yeah I think there's just like a strength um and a power in in our roster yeah I don't know (laughs) I feel like I kind of put you on the spot there with that (laughs) yeah like that was I don't know what I was expecting you to ask me but I was like oh wow I have so many thoughts about that but I don't know that I have them like properly articulated (laughs) (laughs) that's not a problem Tori I'll ask you next so uh, I want you to define in your own words uh, what you think a fierce female is I know it sounds stupid but kindness is a big thing for me just someone who's just unbelievably kind and can still go out to the ring and be an absolute badass heel face and come backstage and just be unbelievably welcoming. I don't know, it's just a really big thing to me that way. Because there's so many, like like Veda said, like there's so many things that could come under fierce, like a fierce female. But fearless, being fearless is another big one for me. Because the amount of women that have came forward in the Speaking Out movement is just, I'm so proud of all of them and they're all fearless and I just, I love all of them. And I want a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aisha, what's your um, your own definition of a fierce female? To me, it's always it's, it's weird. I, I was thinking the whole time everybody else was talking, but it's unknown power. To me, all of the girls, the entire roster is genuinely an entire pool of unknown power. And unknown, not in the sense that they don't know it, is in the sense of Scotland doesn't know it. Glasgow doesn't know it you've been conditioned to what you've been conditioned to and now allow us to show you our unknown power that's brilliant and Sammy to to round off everyone's definitions what's yours I've had a wee bit to think about it with what everyone else has said (laughs) to be fair but yeah my definition of a fierce female is yes you need to be fierce and to echo Tony to be kind but also to empower like empower is my favourite word in the world because it is you, you want to give everybody else that get up and go but as well hell hath no fury like a woman scorned yes yep so Yes, we might have been damaged from all of this, but you better, excuse the language, but you better fucking believe we're all going to come back and we are (laughs) going to absolutely rock it. I don't care what anyone says. Fierce Females is not a thing of the past. Fierce Females is here to stay and you better believe that we're going to absolutely knock it out of the park in the future. She just cut a promo. She's definitely coming back. She's not retired. I know. <laughs> oh, that was the best promo she's ever cut, and she's retired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but 
No, I just think, like, with everything that's going on on social media and stuff, and a lot of people keep bringing up that, yeah, certain folk are still going to be in the background and stuff. Absolutely not is is the case. Like, this is us four. It's us and no one else. And the roster, we are here to support the roster. We're here to speak up for the roster. And you better believe that we are going to make this into the biggest thing you've ever seen. So all those who have been saying bad things about us or assuming that other people are still going to be involved when they're absolutely not, then you just better watch because you'll be swallowing your own words, so to speak. We're problem! (laughs) That's true, though, because we are happy to put our money where our mouth is. Yep. Absolutely. So we plan to prove it. Yep. That's it. Mama Sammy has spoken. Yes. (laughs) So... Finally, just before we head off, I want you guys to just sort of tell the listeners where they can all find you and the Fierce Females Company on social media and make sure that you, you know, have got your on-demand service all all pushed. So I don't know if anyone would like to take the reins, even our social media Tony. person. <laughs> what? Tony. <laughs> Tony. You're the social media person. Social media is Tony. It's your job. Is it my job? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll quickly just uh, promote myself. I'm on Instagram. It's Santanic Mechanic. If you know where that is from, I'll be very impressed. On Twitter, I am at Tony Shivers. For Fierce Females, on Twitter at Females Glasgow. Our Instagram at our Fierce Females Wrestling on Instagram. And don't forget our on-demand service at fiercefemales.vhx.tv. Subscribe now. Yeah, absolutely. The, the <laughs> on-demand is still going. We've got new stuff coming out. So we've got like... Toasted. Yeah, we're on part two tomorrow of the like, where the hell did Toasty come from uh, <laughs> series. <laughs> we have upcoming, we've got old shows with new commentary put on them. So like starting with Don't Call This a Comeback, which was the first show of the... Dynasty. Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. When it was originally filmed, we didn't have commentary, but Leanne's gone back and she's put commentary on that. So there's like a lot of stuff like that. So actually we have new shows still coming out every other week and we've got so much content that we can cruise right through until shows can start up again. And where can the rest of uh, you be found on social media? Beta, we'll start with you. Um, where can the listeners find you on social media? So my apps are really funny because... Um, <laughs> So um, I'm also a dominatrix, but I'm on hiatus from that. So like, that's kind of pointless to like find my dom stuff on Twitter right now because I'm just not even logging in. So my personal Twitter account is at cute when I do it. <laughs> um, and because I think that I'm very witty. And then I think my Instagram is of the unequivocal. So yeah, and also if you can know where that's from, then extra points. Savvy, where can we find you on social media? <laughs> um, I'm on Twitter as at Sammy Wrestling. My Instagram, because I'm rubbish at social media, that's why we have Tony. Hi. Uh, <laughs> is Sammy1086 on Instagram, Facebook. I've still got my Sammy Joe page for pure nostalgia reasons. And I'm on TikTok as well, because TikTok's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Says me it doesn't work social media. 
No, I need to fix that username. So, yeah, I might post that at a later date because it's got my proper name. So oh. I will change that. <laughs> and I can say for Aisha that her social media, both Instagram and Twitter, is at Big Femme Vader. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. So, ladies, I want to thank you very much for taking the time, once we've eventually got there, for speaking with me today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and to point out Tony's uh, little comment saying that she is the number one female, I will put out a poll on Twitter and we'll see if the listeners <laughs> agree with you and the Fierce Females fans. Let's have a poll of who should be boss number one. Yes. I still think that Tony's just going to make 3,000 accounts and vote for herself. <laughs> Don't be so. mad that you didn't think of it first. <laughs> <laughs> Technically she did. Oh, oh, we're back. I'm back. I'm back. Gave your social happened. media tag. It's okay, we plugged you. It's fine. Thank you. I don't know what happened. I was like, hello. Hello. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, they plugged your social media for you. Uh, and it's just a big thank you for taking the time out um, to speak with me today. So, to the listeners. Miss you, Sarah. Aww. Thank you. Miss you, too. Don't quite miss Kwaku. You can keep him, please. <laughs> He's going to be very upset when he hears this. <laughs> well, now that I know that it's his fault why I've got a massive egg on my forehead, I'm going to be very angry. I mean, that sounds to me like something you should talk to Dr. Kwaku about on that sh- on his show. I think I should. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Bring in foreign weapons for people to hit me with. Yeah, of course I will. Oh, dear. I have a feeling Kwaku <laughs> is going to have a fun time when he listens to this, but... Sadly, that is the end of this uh, rendition of or episode of Alba Good Graps. It's been it's been a long time, and I've missed everybody. Um, and as always, I hope you're having a lovely morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are, or whatever time you're listening to this. And we'll see you soon. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet now proudly presents. Suplex Retweet Extra! Get bonus content on WWE, AEW, NXT, WCW, Scottish and World Independent Promotions. Subscribe now on Spotify, Apple and Android podcasting sites, as well as YouTube. Head over to suplexretweet.com now!